got to put together And I'll be coming back on Just hold on They'll call it a mystery But we're gonna call it We'll be writing history It's gonna be There'll be signs on top of the sign Just so you know Yes, yes. I started that prematurely, but I will be playing some music after I introduce the topic of the show. Great, great. All right, so are we ready to rock and roll? Yes, we didn't expect Brandy, but we welcome our guests. And at 1.30, Brandy will be coming in with me. And about from 1 to 1.30, um... Leslie just will be in, and she will be addressing what is going on also. We work together. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I want to wish everyone that's listening, um, uh, this is Leslie Gist with the Gist of Freedom, and we are, as usually on Saturday, simulcasting or broadcasting in East New York, New York, with truth and truth and, and love radio station. You can reach them locally in East New York, um, but the radio show on Blog Talk, The Gist of Freedom, you can hear us online, live, right now, and join our conversation at uh, what number are we on right now? You can reach us at 425-292-4444. And you can follow along with the stories I'm about to share on my Facebook at Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y, GIST, G-I-S-T, as in the GIST of freedom. So what is going on today? It's New Year's Eve, and traditionally how black people have been celebrating New Year's Eve is in the church. And many of us will attend church tonight, and it's called the Watch Night Service. This service started back in 1862, December 31st, when African Americans, both free and enslaved, were waiting to hear the news that Abraham Lincoln had the courage to finally sign the proclamation, the Emancipation Proclamation. So I'm going to read to you the post that I shared on my Facebook page. And if anybody wants to chime in, and I mean anybody that I don't know. Um, I really am not in the mood to be challenged um, by people who are posing as friends or guests, so I'm not going to entertain any of those types of conversations. If you are a friend and you want to share a discussion, you would not ambush me, but you would contact me um, personally. So I'm letting you all know that. So let's start off with this origins of watch night service. Black Methodists and Baptists celebrate Watch Night, December 31st, 1862. The Emancipation Proclamation would go into effect at midnight. Now, some people don't want us to know this information. They want to sabotage. They want to put on their speaker and distort and and be a distraction to the truth. So right now we have... um, some echoing on the radio show. So if you have your speaker on, put it on mute because I can hear myself. All right? 
Okay, so I'm going to continue. Now, throughout slavery, prior to the slave trade in America, slavery was um, in effect all over the world. And we've always had traders that look like us and sound like us and disguised to be like us and to share our challenges. But they didn't they, they really weren't for the African Americans or the Native Africans um, benefit. Throughout history, starting with Harriet Tubman, I mean I starting with Harriet's one of the most famous ones, she knew how to handle traders. She didn't necessarily carry a gun for the the hunters. She carried the gun for the traders who were amongst her and that was not have the courage to move forward and would threaten to go back. And she said, does mean don't tell any tales. And I think as we have this election upon us with Trump, as African Americans, we have to identify the traitors amongst us. And this is real. There's, there's no time for games. Either you're with us or you're against us. You're with Trump or you're not with him. You're either, you're either worshiping gold and God as your God, or you're worshiping uh, afterlife and being your brother's keeper today. So the stories I share from history are stories that have proven through biblical times that this is how African Americans have made it through, have come through. We have been able to stay on our path, keeping up a relationship, a personal relationship with our God under whatever name we want to call him. But when you have an antichrist into the picture in the disguise of being an intellect, carrying that apple of wisdom, and it leads directly to death and destruction and dissension. So I'm telling you as a survivor of slavery, my ancestors survived it. We understood who the players were, not because there was a playbook, but there's a spiritual book called the Bible that allows us to study, study people, their habits, and most of all, to wear the full armor that the scriptures tell us to wear so that whatever comes at us bounces back and destroys the one who is flying those arrows. So when I share these stories, you have to be bold and courageous to tell the truth, especially in Jesus' name. And I very rarely use his name because he speaks for himself. I wait for the enemy to throw his name at me. I love when the Antichrist tells me more about Jesus because every time they say his name, they are resurrecting his spirit. So we understand what Christmas really means. We understand what New Year's Eve celebrations really mean. And it's my joy, my joy, one of the many things I love to do, a love of labor, is to share these stories with my people so that their spirits will be uplifted and they will have hope. While the mass media and their paid haters and infiltrators are, are spreading lies of gloom and doom, 
of telling us that we have to go back to Africa to find something that our ancestors did that was worthy of our liberation? I'm here to say that you don't have to go back to Africa to see something that African Americans have done great. I'm telling you, look, at, look in the eyes of your parents. Look at your grandparents. The mere fact that they're here and existed and came through that slave ship is proof that they had a relationship with God and they continue to have one else we wouldn't be here. So it is with great, with great passion that I share the story of the origins of watch night service on this show. At this moment, and if you want to join in, you can join in. If you don't want to join in, you can just listen, and you can Google it and do your research. That's the great thing about this cyber space, and that's the great thing about teaching yourself. Most of our great leaders were self-taught. People like Maya Angelou and Dr. Henry Clark, and George Washington Carver have all been adopted by the system. They've been given honorary degrees. And now the system, the white man, wants to claim their gift from God as something that they gave them through their books. So I'm telling you in, to do your research, be self-taught. And don't be ashamed to, to profess that you are self educated, God-given wisdom person. Don't go by the tradition. You don't have to cite anything. Don't use the same method that the learned uses. Make sure that the world knows that your knowledge came from God, not from, a, not from an educational institution. We don't have to be educationally correct or politically correct when, it's, when it comes to educating our own. Let the ones who have been rubber stamped by that society remain um, within their grips. So for us free thinkers, the brats, the outcasts, we will continue to do our work in the way that God chooses to allow us to do it. All right? So without further ado, I will continue to read the origins of Watch Night Service. Black Methodists and Baptists celebrate Watch Night, December 31st, 1862. The Emancipation Proclamation will go into effect at midnight. The celebration continues in African-American churches today, striking a more joyous note than prior repentance um, sentiments during the original Watch Night. This Watch Night, however, is going to be different because a lot of churches are going to have to acknowledge that Trump may very well make it to the inauguration day. So I'm trying to find an article just about that subject. Um, it's my opinion. I think that more people are going to attend uh, places of faith as a result of this devastating news. The first watch night was December 31st, 1862. As abolitionists and others waited for word via telegraph, newspaper, or word of mouth that the Emancipation Proclamation had been issued, a lot of it, at least the initial watch night, was really many of the free community, says Lonnie Bunch, the director of the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. 
Yet for people largely held in bondage, freedom is a powerful idea, and that's what the watch night tradition embodies. Tradition endures. Bunch smiles when people talk about how they're going to stay up for the new year because they're celebrating the freedom of African Americans, he says. And Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Baptist Church has held its own watch night service for 35 years. The Reverend H. Beecher Hicks, Jr. says this year's service will begin with praise, testimony, and music. You might hear an anthem, you might hear a spiritual, or you might hear a gospel, says Hicks. At midnight, the congregation will pray the old year out and the new year in. As watch night is deeply rooted in the history of blacks in America, Hicks says it's especially relevant at a time when the community is still struggling. Somewhere in the service, he says, he hasn't made up his mind just when yet. There will be a sermon designed to address the progressive and regressive moves we have been through as a people. Pocket versions, and now I'm going back to the original story of the original watch night. As a result of the, the Emancipation Proclamation, Lincoln sent his troops out to physically give the immense copies of the Emancipation Proclamation to the African Americans. Physically, the people have these little hands, pamphlets. I've seen one or two at um, book book conventions and antiquity books, and I haven't I've never seen any in the hands of a black family, which is kind of sad. But these um, items are worth a lot of money to collectors. So there's many pictures showing watch night, and they show they show soldiers handing um, this pamphlet saying you are now free. Now remember the North, um, many African Americans were free all throughout the North, but the Southern um, states that were in rebellion, um, it was a struggle. They wanted to take it to death. They did not want to emancipate um, African Americans. So Lincoln had these pamphlets made up, and these soldiers went to different cabins and plantations and said, you are deemed free. We all should know the story about um, Galveston, Texas, um, Juneteenth, where this was a place where the slavers hid um, their enslaved people. Anticipating when Lincoln started to run for president, they started making moves saying we're going to get um, deeper in the woods, deeper in the mountains, so that they could continue their business as usual and that the um, enslaved blacks would never find out about the new law. Well, it took till June 19th for those people in Galveston to be handed this um, note of proclamation, of the proclamation. So this struggle of slavery is extremely complicated. I beg of you to study um your roots, starting from your your own parents or the people who raised you, and you should study it proudly without inter, without any interference, and start right there with your own personal grio. So let me get back to the story. So President Lincoln collected himself. Okay, somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there was pocket versions of the Proclamation of Emancipation were distributed throughout Union troops to be read to the enslaved. Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture um, said that he had a copy himself, something to that effect. President Lincoln collected himself right before he signed this proclamation, and then he declared that all African Americans were free. 
the document was reproduced widely. Several publishers published small versions. Pocket versions of Emancipation Proclamation to be given to soldiers and officers. Bunch says he says the tiny documents were read to slaves. There are wonderful reminiscences of the enslaved saying that they remember the day that they were enslaved and uh, the day that they were uh, this proclamation was read to them. All right, so the uh, Emancipation Proclamation is an important document. Um, some years ago, how many years ago was it that we went on the anniversary, 150%. the 150th anniversary? We went to D.C. and and had and participated in watch night service um, at the National Archives. They had the Emancipation Proclamation on display. They had some reenactments. Um, my dear friend, I consider a friend, Alilia Bundle, she was on the board, or she still may be, um, and um, she is the great-granddaughter of Madam C.J. Walker. She invited us down. So it was great to see that document on the anniversary. So that is the story of the Emancipation Proclamation and the origins of Watch Night. I hope, um, and it's time, no matter what faith you believe in, that you will spend some time as you do on a regular basis, not just praying for yourselves and your family and, and you know, those things, but also praying for humanity because um, this president is not a threat to African Americans. Some idiots think that, um, that it's a black problem. Donald Trump is a black problem. Not so. I wish because if it was just a black problem, we would handle him. But he is a problem to humanity. And I want our prayers to join with people all over the world to bring some real peace to this earth. You know, some of these scriptures and sayings we take for granted, but we really do understand what they mean when we see um, a rise of someone like Trump and his cronies, as in Putin and then Netanyahu. So... We have some work to do, as we call them, prayer warriors. There's work to be done. And in the great tradition of our ancestors who prayed while they were on the slave ship, prayed on the plantation, prayed en route to freedom, prayed while they were free and have taught us and has taught us how to continue to pray. And we continue to pray tonight, even though many of us that attend these watch nights have no clue or where this tradition came from, but out of the spirit of obedience to our God, we continue to pray. So in that tradition, and honoring God and thanking him just because he is God and that I'm still alive, we need to pay homage to him with some spiritual, old-fashioned music. And I put this compilation together just for today, and I'm going to re-air it at 11 o'clock on the Gist of Freedom's other radio show that you can find at Blog Talk Radio, front slash the Gist of Freedom. So sit back, and I hope that you'll enjoy it. I hope that the sound quality is decent. And Happy New Year. Be. Victory. It's gonna be. Victory. There'll be signs. 
Come on the cross, so you can ride. 